four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! Welcome, everyone. Yes. All right. It's my insides. <laughs> you heard me. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your host and dungeon master, Paul Privateera. With me, as per usual, is my cast. Last time I started on my right, this time I'm starting on my left. Tim. I swear you started on the left last time. No. No. Okay. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up, man? Nothing. How was your day? Uh, pretty good. I just recorded a podcast uh, called What a Pitch at Pandering. It's called Panda Pandering Talk. <laughs> like the word pandering, except it's panda and ring and then talk. And they have a show called What a Pitch, and I pitched a movie, and it was really fun. Awesome. That sounds exciting. It was. I had a great idea. What was your idea? You're just going to have to listen to the oh, episode man. and find out. All right, all right. Well, we'll give you a chance to plug it at the end of the show. Too late. Already did. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Plugs are at the end. It's you got to tell us twice. Uh, cool. Tim, if Harbeck was... I don't know. I don't have a An good character question. I know. Fight, I was fight, fight. <laughs> Um, I'm just done with you. <laughs> Cherry. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What or have you as been Jason up? called me, feisty. Yeah. Apparently I'm feisty today. Look at those feisty levels. Which is great. <laughs> I'm ready. That's I'm ready good. for this. I've been thinking about this a lot today. Really? Yeah. Well, what have you been up to in the last, what, two days since we played on Sunday? Yeah. Um, just working, I guess. Yeah, what the cool. fuck did I do on Monday? Mm. Oh, I so I don't work on Mondays. Mm. Uh, I slept until one thirty. It was awesome. I don't remember the last time I've slept until past like nine. Yeah, I didn't either. But I slept. I fell asleep on the floor of my living room with my kittens because if I'm on the floor, then they're less likely to get into shit. Cute. And it's all right. It's sleeping up. Sorry, I'm playing footsie with you. Nah, it's fine. It's not going to stop. I just wasn't sure what that was. thought it um, was Pepper. Pep. But yeah, I work. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Well, I'm, that's good to know. <laughs> I feel like I'm Body extra down. sassy today, too, because yeah. I spent all day staring at just awful spreadsheets. Uh, Ew, I'd be sassy, too. Jason. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're looking at me the way Duran Duran describes being hungry like the wolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you dance in the sand, like I call you Rio. Ooh. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What have you been up Paul's to? Paul's on film. Okay. What, what have you been up to? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this already. Let's yeah. just fucking right. go. That's yeah. enough of an intro. We're going to turn it over to Cliff, the narrator, for the little thing. We'll be right back with part one. Cool. <laughs> Last we left our heroes, Ornella and Orzok, they were accompanying the leader of the Barabundi in an effort to unite this powerful southern tribe with a sympathetic nobleman's army to the north. The meeting between the northern and southern powers took place in a box canyon and the atmosphere was tense. The scale mother, not trusting the northerners, was cautious in allying herself and her people with them. But Viscount, expecting difficult negotiations, brought the best evidence he had to show how desperate of a situation they were truly in. Revealing, Locked in an iron cage was a crab preacher, but not just any crab preacher, a barabundi. A barabundi crab preacher, now there's a mouthful. (laughs) With the impending demonic threat on the table, the Viscount tells his potential allies of a new foe. This time, not of crab or of preacher, but of the Queen's army. He explains that a siege is currently underway at the ancient city of Katia. 
The Teal God's goal is to raise the ancient site to the ground and he has been ordered to capture anyone who attempts to flee. It would be, and currently is, a massacre. Seeing only one option to preserve life, the Scale Mother asks Orzok and Ornella to head to the Maelstrom and save who they can. They'll need all the allies they can get to fight off these hellish crab demons, and rescuing those of the Tostrick clan might be the difference between victory and defeat. The two warriors hurry as fast as they can atop the Barabundi's agile lizard mounts known as Takari. They make quick work of climbing the 100-foot plateau cliff and city walls to make it inside. Once there, the two coordinate into getting as many Tostrick people to the town square as possible so that an escape may be made through Katir's tunnels and caves. The streets swarm with Teal Guards, and before long Ornella and Orzok become overrun with enemies, were it not for the timely intervention of Harbeck Literal Thunderfist riding the great beast of nature Azakir. Using his newfound lightning powers, Harbeck is able to help Ornella and Orzok from turning into heads on the end of spikes. Guys, listen to episode 12, Harbeck shoots actual lightning from the sky, it's cool as hell! Ha! We return to the party after an epic entrance by Harbeck, while the almighty Yeezus song Stronger plays in the background. We fade in on a scene of you, Ornella, and Orzok finishing off. Who, Ornella, and Orzok? You, you always Ornella. just say you. you. Oh, you, Ornella. Come sorry, on, I thought Ornella. you were talking about Harbeck. No, Come on, like, why Paul. Why did you say his name? <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That was, that was very so aggressive. Neat. I'm sorry. She needs to kill someone now. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. There's a, there's okay. a rat. Okay, you hit it. You rolled a 13. I just squash it with my fucking bare hand. Palm it right to the dome. So the camera pans up from the squashed rat, and we see Ornella's face. Uh, she's wiping the blood off on her uh, pants, and then we catch Orzok retrieving his blade from the guts of an, the last remaining teal guard uh, guardsman in the city square up above you see the darkened shape of a creature flying Whoa. with thunder and lightning crashing that was what we, where we left off last time yep we killed a teal guard mm-hmm, you did nice <laughs> Har- the, actually long swordsman uh harbeck what do That's you do right. i think do you so do you you see ornella and orzok down on the ground yeah so last thing I did was just blast those dudes with lightning. Oh yeah. So um I should probably like land and say hi. <laughs> okay. So uh Ornella and Orzok you're So there's a spine hunter up in the air or, yeah. or at least something in like kind of silhouetted by the sort flashes. Of. Of and not just any. It is Ozak here. <sighs> I thought I already killed that Oh, well, no, nah, that's not what's happening. Something's happening, and I bet I know what it is. No, I have no idea. I'm actually a little freaked out by it, so I kind of take cover a little bit under an awning or something in one of these huts or whatever. I don't. What is? Can you tell me what the city? Sure. What the buildings look like? Uh, the buildings are of uh, they're like square, stone, brick, mortar buildings. Uh, like uh, oh, what are they called? Um. Adobes. Oh, thanks, Tim. Yes. yes. A lot like that. That's kind of what I was yeah. imagining yep. anyway. Rounded dome roofs, but all the roofs have dome this. Shot. Can uh, we all say that? Adobe. 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 And Sponsored by Photoshop. Uh, yeah, so you see that thing flying up in the air. In the air. Yep. And Tim, you come down and make a very dramatic land, or Harbeck, you come down and make a very dramatic landing. Yeah, hard landing. This thing is just, I mean, it's its like flying through thunder and lightning and stuff. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, the Azakir crashes uh, to the ground and Harbeck kind of like slides forward off the neck. 
Um, you see Harbeck looks different now. There's something different about him. Um, his aura has changed. Um, he's, you know, dressed differently. He... Can you describe maybe describe a little bit like what those differences maybe? Yeah, yeah. So he's he's got the leather strap over his eyes for flying and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's got less armor. His pauldrons are gone. His warhammer is gone. He's still got his hand axe. Um, he uh, instead of the um, Sorry. totem that he would keep around his neck with the acorn in amber, now he has a figurine next to it of uh, the goddess. Um, and some things happened while he was gone. Also, can you describe Azakir for us? Yeah, so Azakir, he looks different too. He sure or does. She, excuse me. She yes, looks different. She is now adorned in flowers and just has these natural plant growths blooming from around it. And where the spike was in its chin, now it looks like a like a hardened, like I said, a, a rose's thorn. It's almost like bark or something. Mm. That's cool as fuck. So you two just see this huge creature come with a its claws scraping into the dirt to uh, stop its momentum. Yeah, and, and it's still raining. It's like mixing with the red dust and clay of the ground. Yeah, yeah. it's very soupy and wet. Yep. Hmm. So do you get off? Yeah, I get off. Do you get off? I sure do. Ornella almost like in an instant realizes that it's Harbeck and she runs towards him and like gets to him and like slides on her knees so that she like they're like eye level Ah, and ah. just like grabs his face ornella harbeck i'm sorry i was gone what what happened oh so many things but for now uh, what's important is we have to do some business did you see that lightning uh i did that yes um uh, well, to, to sum up very quickly, um, my god uh, kind of died, or was absorbed, rather. Um, and now Balarat is my god. He is uh, lowered from the ascended plains into this one. He now guards the Queen's Wood. And I am the first cleric of Balarat. Uh, <clears throat> well, I was just about going to say, it's good to have you back, old man. <laughs> it's great to see you, Orzak. Uh... I don't know what any of that means, but I'm it's glad not really you're here. important. It's, what, what is what is uh, important for the logistics of the battle to come is that um, my healing magic has been reduced, but I can now blow people up. I think that's a fair trade. Yes, I am very pleased with the outcome. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but it seems to be going pretty well. I've been so worried about you. Ah, well, I knew you would be okay. Let's. Oh, how's Davery? He's Davery. He's alive. And the meeting with the scale mother. We'll get to that. There's more important things at hand. Right, right. The business here is we're going to rescue as many of the elders of this this city as we oh, can. Well, I know a way down the backside of this mountain. Well, about that, as I was circling, I did notice that um, the, the town is rather empty now. Well, there's a place where there has been mentioned that they could they might hold up if, oh good because they have nowhere to retreat to here right that's well, what that's where we're headed now that should be our first priority right all right well i'll take as back to the sky and i'll meet you there so you you turn to a gesture towards the building it's the big one <laughs> you turn to get to your respective mounts and you see the takari uncharacteristically uncharacteristically are nuzzling their lizardy scaly faces up against the uh Azakir's uh arms. Do a click to call it over. Their heads perk up with attention and trot over towards both of you. Harbeck whispers to Azakir, see, they like you. Oh, I didn't think they would like me very no, much. No, you're very pretty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so sweet. <clears throat> And so, Harbeck, you uh, get back into your little... Yeah, uh, my makeshift mount. Your little s- sling. Yeah. Basically like a... sling. Um, what do they call it? Like a baby... Sw- I will... Yeah, like a sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the saddle. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, there's so, so lots what, of swings. What, what I have rigged up on the Azak here is I used my rope to tie a harness basically around the shoulder parts and the neck, and... <laughs> I've tied the other end of the rope to me so that I can sit on top and also hang down underneath Azakir. Oh, cool. 
So you see little Harbeck hop up onto this enormous creature. I love this so much. And oh it's, my goodness. It's this huge, imagery is so cute. It's huge wings unfurl, and you see that instead of scales, it actually looks like leaves um, resting on top of each other. Uh, like. Mm. Like maple leaf, whatever. Yeah, like a, leaves. A, a like a kind of like a waxy sort of shiny finish on it, like red mm-hmm. and green on mm-hmm. two sides. Mm-hmm. With two powerful uh, flaps of its wings and a quick jaunt forward, the Azakir takes off and takes flight. Yep. <clears throat> right. So uh, mount up and start making our way as quick as we can to the place where we believe people will be. Yep. So. Uh, running through the, uh, running through Katir, you start seeing signs of battle here and there. Uh, there are bodies that are slumped on the ground with uh, wounds in them. You see a lot of bodies that have been like hit the floor. Well, absolutely, and they are gathered in like one spot uh, and have probably have been executed. But mm. you you get to the. Uh, what's called the Dora Mas Tekar, which is the basically the the community center, for lack of a better <laughs> uh, descriptor. It's where basically everyone would meet. It's where all of the important city's business would be attended to. And uh, you see uh, figures in... Uh, so as you approach this... And it's a, it's a long... Or, large in diameter circular building with a dome on top and there's a like a a gallery of sorts that also leads in on like the f- second floor and you can see there are shapes of people not people humanoids uh up on the rail and they call to you in a language that you don't recognize ornella but you vaguely know the tosric okay. tongue you can you you can parse phrases and common uh gestures uh and they yell to you Stop! Who goes there? In as good a broken version of what I can cobble together, um, <clears throat> I am Orzak, son of I can't remember the name. Oana Maka. Yeah, son of Oana Maka, son of the previous Scale Father's name. I'll say whatever. Um, <laughs> we've come to lend aid and to help any that can get out. Get out. We can't take many, but. If you're going to give up the city, we're here to take you and as much of your traditions with us as we can to safety. This is my friend and companion, Ornella. And uh, they, uh, they, a few of them turn to each other and they look to be talking amongst themselves. Harbeck, do you f- immediately fly over to this building? Yeah. So they turn to talk to each other and then one of them cries out and points to the sky. You hear, yeah. Spine Hunter! And all of them immediately like flick their arms, and you see a bow, uh, like a bow arm, come out of their wrists, and they draw bows immediately. Hold your fire! They hold your fire. They turn and look at you, quizzic. The Grand Azakir is with us. Our friend Harbeck is his, is her master now. They, they they all just start sh- looking at each other nervously. Uh, one of them, let's see, let's get some dice rolling. Uh, roll persuasion for me. So as I'm saying it, I step out kind of into the open of the courtyard, uh-huh. and I'm looking up and waving like no human would, nobody would ever do that if there's a spine hunter like you know out hunting for food kind of thing. But anyway, right. um, yeah, I'll go ahead and roll. Uh, would you persuasion? Persuasion, you please. Yep. Oh, I critically fail. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> they immediately loose arrows and start shooting arrows at Azakir Harbeck. So you're you're flying up and you see a salvo of arrows come towards you. We'll say um, they're completely ineffective. You're just flying too high. and the, But you do see that they are very much shooting at you. Right. So I would, uh, I'm going to use um, Thaumaturgy to cry down and um uh uh i should say something what should i say um i I guess i'll just you you know use it to say i'm friend okay uh roll persuasion for me 
This would be great if all these rolls are so terrible that we have to. <laughs> That's not great. Um, sorry, switching sheets. No, it's okay. Um, my persuasion is okay. That's that's a nine. Uh, they they can they uh, load another <laughs> yeah. volley of arrows, and <clears throat> one of them seems to look over at you, Orzok, and then he looks back up at the spine hunter. He looks back at you. We see in this uh, camera shot, there's like this close up. We see the rain hitting his face, and it's a close up. So we see the individual like beads of rain go down his face as he's switching between looking up at Azakir and looking back down to look at you. I swear on the honor of my people and the ancestors that came before them, this is a friend. If you fire on this creature and they leave, you will never escape this city. <coughs> uh, roll persuasion at advantage for me, Orzok. <laughs> Eleven. He he snarls his face and shakes his head. And you see him return, the, the camera focuses again, this close-up shot of his face, and we see the bowstring right up by his cheek. And then all of this, his head perks up like he just heard something. All you can hear is the rain and the, the sound of the street. You can hear sounds of explosions and booms in the distance. Uh, and then he turns to the other men and speaks to them in this, this language. And you hear him say, Lower your weapons. They're going. They're lowering their weapons. <clears throat> um, Harbeck is up on Azakir and it's like, oh, I think I did it. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're over there. Yep. How high up? I imagine this is the building you're talking to. Uh, or referring no, to. sorry. No, that this, one. This is the main okay. building here right. up on the other side. How high up is it? Um, they're ten feet. The first uh, first story is ten feet up, and then it sort of. Uh, uh, there's like a second level, and okay. then that's another ten feet up, and then so, there's like the big dome. So I whistle, you know, command to my Takari, and as it runs, I run, I just jump on it, and just it just starts going up the side of their walls, and I'm gonna get up there right next to them because this is ridiculous. <laughs> you get up close to them, and you uh, make a knowledge um... religion. No, because it's like culture. But History? Mm, we'll call this... Man, there really isn't a good one for this, huh? Slide of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Make a slide of hand roll. Uh, I guess history is kind of the closest thing. Um, eight. Get uh, all the bad rolls out yeah, now. Yeah, it's totally fine. fine with good, good, good. So the, the men that are standing before you are in these skin-tight suits mm. made of pharaoh mm. you can see that between their uh attached to their knees and then up to their uh underneath their wrists is like a thin webbing that's also made of this material think like almost like a wing suit um and you you note the complex machine that's on their arm that the two bow arms flexed out of mm. to create like an instantly drawn full cool. bow. Right. Yeah, shit, those are cool. Uh, they have like long frizzy hair. Most of them are dark complected, but they are of mixed race. So there's there's some elves, there's some humans, there's some orc, half orc, whatever you want to call them, right. orcs. Uh, no dwarves because, well, anyway, we... Turn to you, Orzok, and uh, well, the camera turns over to you, and we see the Dakari's long tongue flick out towards them, and they have their bows at the ready, and the one man steps forward uh, that that was speaking to you earlier. He says, "You say your name is Orzok." Yes, that's correct. My name is Orzok. I am. By the way, he's speaking to you in Barabundi. I oh, should have. Yes. Now he's. You know my tongue. He nods his head. Yes. I am Orzok. I am the son of our scale mother, Onamaka. We know I know you. your people. And I kind of put my hand out like a kind of a symbol of like, you know, mm -hmm. I recognize them mm -hmm. as a people. Of he returns the gesture that he recognizes you. He says, the circle would like to speak to you, but you'll have to leave this out here. Right. 
Um, I look down. They want to talk to me. Do you want to come to this or what? Yes. Okay. My friend Onella will accompany me. Accompany me. Accompany me. I am from this place. Uh, Harbeck, do you stay flying up in the sky? Okay. You're sort of like on Overwatch watching for things. I love Overwatch. Very cool. Are you Tracer? Uh, no. Roll a per- yeah, I'm actually Torbjorn, which is where I get this voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Roll a, roll perception for me, big guy. Okay. And that is uh, 18. So from your vantage point up in the sky, you can see that the north side... So uh, for those of us listening in audio form, which is the only way to listen... The, Not true. We have a... Well, whatever. We have uh, a... A map in front of us, a dry erase map that'll help kind of with this uh, theater of the mind stuff we're going to try to do. So I'll do my best to describe stuff, however, because obviously the visual element won't translate. But the city itself is a sits atop a circular plateau, and on the northern side of the city is where the best ground to move vehicles and siege ladders. So the north side of the city is all but lost. You can see, Harbeck, that there are fires, that there's uh, plumes of smoke billowing out from various buildings, uh, and you see the little orange flames of torches uh, on that side of the... Is it still raining? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Is that helping at all? Yeah, I mean, it's making it way harder for anyone to maneuver. Like, siege weapons are going to be less effective. Right, good. Um, Yes, it is. Cool. Uh, But from your vantage, you're not going to see that necessarily. Right, right. And, yeah, so we then cut over to you two. Me and my Takari amble up the side here and meet up with Orzak. And you, this, uh, this, the stone that you're walking on, this ado- these adobe style buildings are uh, completely polished smooth. I mean, it, it looks, it's not like marble. It's, it's unlike any substance you've ever really, well, Orzak, you probably have, but Ornella, this is all very, once again, very different for you. The, the men that were st- standing up at the railing with you uh, part ways, and one of them turns to you, Orzak, and, uh, he says, "She's one of them. She's she's one of us. She's been accepted by my tribe, and she is here to help. We meet. The longer we delay, the more t- chances are that you lose your city entirely, entirely, and your culture." He uh, he snorts and uh, doesn't say anything, but you can tell that he's not pleased with the sure. result but he's going to go along with it. He leads you in through this uh, uh, this opening that has bead, like almost like a bead curtain style uh, doorway. He parts the, uh, the door, the beads, and inside you can see uh, about 50 to 75 people are huddled in like the back corner of this huge open circular room. Uh, I don't know how many pictures you've seen of like Mecca and some of these uh, places in the Middle East where a ton of people concentrate inside to pray. They're just there's like nothing in them. It's just this open space, and uh, there's a ton of people, Tosirk people, that are gathered towards the back. Meanwhile, there's a circle of five men uh, that are holding hands, chanting. And as soon as you enter this building, you taste like copper, um, hmm. uh, or like. Pen- you taste copper in your mouth. You can feel hairs on your arms stand on end. Uh, the Definitely a lot of magical energy being concentrated in this room right now. Mm. And uh, they, they lead you in about 10, 15 feet inside this large room. And the one that was speaking to you, Orzak, he says, wait here, I will fetch the circle. Nod to him. And he turns and walks over to the men that are gathered. He, uh, there's, there's a shorter man that's sitting on a pillow next to these people that are chanting. He whispers something to the, to the man on the pillow's ear. And the man on the pillow then stands up and goes over to one of the men in the circle. Also, you, all of these people are men that you have interacted with so far. You haven't seen any females. Um, you might, there might be some in this huddled mass in the back, but so far everyone has been male. You 
then see the uh, circle break. Like the one of the men, uh, the the one that's being talked to in the circle, uh, lets go of the two people on either side, and you feel the staticky energy in the room suddenly dissipate and completely vanish. The taste in your mouth goes away, and quickly they bring the circle together, and you can hear the chanting grows louder, and they grab each other's arms again. And the man that approaches you is a young, vaguely sylvan-looking man, so elvish, it's hard to say. Uh, He's got um, blue eyes, he's got tan olive skin, Um, he's shaved bald, and you see tat- but you see tattoos all over uh, his head, and they have this metallic quality to them, like cool. like stripes and um, sort of like if we were to compare it to something today, like the Polynesian Maori style tattoos with a lot of flowing lines. And he approaches with the short little one that was on the pillow, and he speaks. He says something in this language to the person that was on the pillow. The person on the pillow then speaks to you. Brother Bayur would like to welcome you to Dora Mas Takar. I translate if she he's not speaking in common. So basically, just as we set the tone, yep. understand that I'm going to translate verbatim. I'm not going to try to yeah, check yeah, yeah. anything up or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. way you know what's being said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So we are honored. We are here in dire straits to... Awesome band. <laughs> Um, we are here to save as many of you and your culture as possible little man replies to the to the uh, circle leader Bayur and the uh, Bayur then says something back the little man um, replies to you uh, brother Bayur is pleased by your arrival here it is most fortuitous You have come early. They were expecting you later. What is that supposed to mean? (laughs) That's a really good question. What's that supposed to mean? The little man smiles and points up to the ceiling. And you can see where you would expect to see a ceiling. You just see a uh, starry, uh, like the most beautiful sky, night sky you could imagine in your head like swirling purple and pink hues of oort clouds and um, particles floating. I mean, it, it looks incredible. Wow. Kind of standing mouth agape. I don't... I'm. The help of this building allows them to see things that one would not otherwise be able to... And he looks to Ornella, and then he says, let me make this easier. <clears throat> Is... Can you, do you understand me now? And now he's speaking common to you. Yes. Almost like, do you understand me now is sort of like a pejorative, like, come on, idiot. (laughs) Here, I'll speak your dumb trash language now. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Love it. Wow. Lovely. Now I'm feisty. (laughs) That's the pants. Would this be easier for you to understand then? Yes. Thank you. As I was saying, Brother Bayur had expected your arrival but uh, you have arrived early this is good you were expecting us oh right you didn't yes uh the circle here can see things they can see futures timelines events so then you know what's going on he nods his head yes and the uh by your uh turns and nods his head yes so Pitter patter. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> you know that we have to leave. I do. We do. We have to wait. There's still a few more people in the city that are trying to make it here. We're not going to abandon people to those monsters. What can we do to help? Help find people in the city, bring them here. We have the chief guard on the roof that will keep this building safe for now. But we have to be sure that the city is empty before we abandon it. How many are you expecting? Uh, There's a a small cloister uh, to the north that we 
don't know what had happened to and another cloister just a, a few rows to the west. You may have seen this in your visions, but you may not know, but there are only, it is only us and our companion Harbeck, who now is commanding Azakir in the sky. Azakir could probably carry some, but I would suggest if you can, you should start evacuating from the path that I know that I came up, because there are only so many that we can take in trips with the Takari. By your smiles and nods his head, he speaks in uh, Tosric to the uh, to the man. The man speaks back in common. Yes, we the evacuation should commence post haste. The circle will remain here. We will attempt to draw them to this place to draw them away from your escape. Use the salt pours. Okay. He he smiles. The the honeycomb. The, he nods his head yes well let's get going I would uh can your men manage to begin the the process of the evacuation while we try to get try to you know uh, speed up the remaining people coming this direction we will uh encourage them as uh, as we are able although there is something of the force of men that are gathered to the south. I take it their allegiance is secure? Yes. It's very difficult to see humans, see their through line. People like us, it's rational, it makes sense. But them, so many paths, it's difficult to see. I only know the here and now. Good. Well, then, yes... Please, help with the evacuation. See to the cloister to the north and to the west. We will begin the evacuation here. Okay, so um, I kind of nod at you, and let's go outside, and um, I don't know if we should split up and try to do this, or if we should go as together, or if we need to call down Harbeck and see if he can try to speed up the people in the west and we'll take the north so I kind of like do you have any thoughts the people to the west are will be closer to this uh, exit I think I should head there try to grab gather those people and you head to the north we'll just have Harbeck watching over everything else right I'll catch up with you once I get these people secured right cool uh, do you, do you flag down Harbeck? What? How do you communicate? Do you communicate the plan to Harbeck, or do you just go and he'll just sort of? I kind of feel like he'll see us split up, mm-hmm. and he'll kind of get an understanding that now he has a little bit more work to do. Okay. Hopefully, is that cool with you, To? Yeah, I cover right. two areas. Sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. See, I, I cover got, those I areas. Flying, yeah, see, yeah, I'm a fucking bird. <laughs> look how big it is. Look how look how big the circle is. It's true. It's, it's a big. A giant Azakir. Oh. All right. So uh, we have uh, Orzok. So, yeah, we, we get this cool camera shot that does a, a tilt, uh, face tilt down to look at the ground, and then a hard zoom out as if a drone is just taking off and going straight up into the sky. And we see uh, Ornella and... Orzok going, uh, Orzok going north, and Ornella running west, and cool. then it continues to zoom out, and then we catch Azakir uh, swoop into frame uh, around them. It fades to black. We fade back up on a building in the city. We don't exactly know where. Um, we see the camera uh, does a pan, a right hard pan, and we see there are bodies of Tosrig slumped up against the front of the building. There are big black crossbow bolts sticking out of their shoulders, and their heads are slumped over. They're clearly dead. The uh, we, we hear talking first. All right. Wait until he gets close. Wait until he gets so close you can almost smell it. And then we're all going to shoot at once. And the camera moves into this building, and we see inside are 
about 20 men and they're covered in blood and dirt and red clay mud and you would expect based on their gear and how dirty they are to see fit dour faces and and faces of frustration uh you see faces of excitement you see smiles um and then you camera pans up the stairs and we see the uh the man we saw in the previous episode this white-haired uh pale-skinned man white eyes and he's looking out from an upper story window and he we see his eyes watch and track in the distance making out from behind the clouds we see the silhouette of Azakir he says we just got to wait till he till he comes this way Tell the men to fan out and pick a building. We'll swarm him. We'll overwhelm him with numbers and bolts. Patience. And we'll bring this fucker down. And then it fades to black. And we come up on um, Ornella. So you're running west through the city. Yes. Uh, running through these houses, you see uh most of them look abandoned doors are just open you don't see signs of combat mm-hmm. or blood or bodies or anything sure um eventually you come to a what looks sort of like an open air market sort of you see that there are like stalls with curtains mm-hmm. um and overhangs that with fabric that has been ripped um and at the center of this district is a uh like a, a an old f- uh, wishing uh, an old well and a pool that surrounds the well. You see a little head of a dark-complected girl peek out over the ridge of this well and then immediately dart back underneath. Cool. I'm going to go to that well. Okay. And look inside. So as you approach a spindly little girl uh, in clothing similar to how you've seen the other people dressed here leap out from um the well and lunge at you she's a little bit awkward though and uh catches like maybe just catches your cape and pulls you back and takes you by surprise and pulls you down on your butt cool i'm gonna get up and keep going (laughs) She's she's trying to like punch at you and hit you, but she's I mean she's an unarmed little girl, and uh, you hear a cry come from one of the buildings, and uh, a woman is standing in the door and she's got her hand over her mouth. So I'm gonna grab the little girl, like and she's like fighting you yeah. the whole time, like yeah. trying to reach behind her to hit you with her little yeah. adorable fists. Yeah, and I want to look. In the well, see if there's anybody else in there. No, you, you, no, there's no one else. No one else? Just her. Okay, I noticed the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go to the woman. She, as you approach, she's like looking around for something, and she picks up a, uh, like a, like a jug, um, a clay jug, and she's like holding it in two hands and nervously like taking steps back. Uh, as I approach her, uh, I'm sort of keeping my distance, but I look at her right in the eyes and I put my axe down, my weapon down, and like step away from it. Thank you. Cool. No, this is good. Oh, cool. This is good. You, she like basically critically understood you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, like her insight role of a 20 cool. leads her to the correct assumption of your intentions. So she's holding it like aggressively, like mm-hmm. she's gonna hit you over the head with this. And you put the axe down, you watch her eyes track down to the axe and track back up to your eyes, track back down to the axe, track back up to your eyes. Mm. And she slowly puts the water jug down and then she speaks to the girl in, in that language. And mm-hmm. the, the girl y- says something back to her aggressively and the mom, excuse me, the woman says, uh, <laughs> says something back to her equally as aggressively and they have this little back and forth and the kid eventually kind of deflates a little bit. And I put her down as soon once she chills out. Yeah. And uh, the, the kid runs over and uh, wraps uh, her arms around the woman's waist and the woman takes her hand and, and pats the kid on the back. And she 
she tries speaking to you in this language that you don't understand. Roll insight for me. This is going to be very, very difficult. Yeah. I didn't, I, as soon as I was like, let's split up, I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to talk to these people? Hey, that's okay. No, this is. I love it. Uh, what did you tell me to roll? Insight, insight for me, por favor. It's a um, wisdom know. skill, so. 15. 15. Okay. So she. What's is, quick sidebar? I've had several games where I accidentally have created situations where my players cannot communicate to my NPCs, and it, I've actually gotten kind of good at doing this. So cool. you're in good hands. Sweet. So the woman says this stuff to you. Totally, you just. Yeah, I just shake my head. So she she points to herself, mm-hmm. and then points to the buildings around the plaza okay. around this area mm-hmm. points to herself and here and then points to the plaza and then points to you and points to the other side of the plaza like my people are in there i mean your people are over the- oh, okay sweet uh i'm gonna go look like sh- sh- look at the other houses so you you walk around this kind of open air market and mm-hmm. you you catch well roll perception for me i shouldn't Kind of give away everything. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it was good. It was a really good roll. Five. Fucking. It was a hundred. So you <laughs> don't see signs of anyone in these buildings. Oh, okay. uh, but the doors oh, are shut. Okay. The windows are pulled shut. So it would be, I mean, you don't see much aside from the woman at the one house that you were just at. They're probably trying to avoid being seen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to just, like, bust into people's houses. That doesn't give them a good... uh... Don't worry. You won't have to. You hear someone (laughs) in common yell, Hey! Sweet. Uh, Whip my head towards where that's coming from. Uh, You see a... uh, Two teal guard regulars. Um, They've got tabards that are uh, covered in blood, and one of them is missing a helmet. One of them has, like, a bloody... Uh, wound on his on his arm that looks to have been partially bandaged and uh you yeah you see you, he yells hey at you what what do you respond? I know a good way you can tell him who you are <laughs> just flash him no i mean <laughs> if you that, want. that's where you go yeah <laughs> i appreciate that cheers no i uh run i walk up to them Trying to seem like like I'm supposed to be there. You find anyone? No, all these uh, houses are empty. Mm. Wait, whose company are you with? I was sent by Master Hadron. Roll, uh... Play too many games, so I get them all confused. Okay, so it would be deception. Oh, it's deception. It's deception. 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 Five. Lord Commander Hadron sent you. That's correct. <laughs> they both smile and look at each other. Uh, I don't give a shit why the fuck you're here. Just, uh... Help us. There's a building just over here that's got some folks holed up in it. We got a few other men that are not as wounded. You look to be in good shape. We're going to we're gonna run them out. All right. Come on, this way. And, sure, I'll follow you. And they, they turn around and start walking um, uh, basically the opposite direction of the plaza. Why, and why are you rolling that dice? Because I'm going to chop their heads off. <laughs> Cool. Roll uh, roll at advantage for me, please. With their backs turned. Yeah. Uh, a 19 or two. So All right. I'll go with the 19. So do you remember at your last level up what happens when you roll a 19? I crit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I probably got to do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's a part two to this. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Just like I hit. And they're all dead, right? What am I doing? They explode. So three plus three is six. Plus another d12, because when you crit, you roll double damage dice. 
I, this just proves how rarely I crit. I, well, <laughs> it, we don't do combat a whole lot either, so it's, it's not, not a big deal. And then a seven plus three. So 10 plus three is 13. So 13 damage. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for... I thought for some reason yeah. there was one more. So... Sorry. Wait, that, I'm reading the wrong thing. Great Weapon Master yeah. feat. Uh, say so before you make a melee attack with a heavy weapon oh. that you're proficient with, you can choose to take minus five penalty to the attack roll. If the attack hits, you add plus 10 to the damage. Okay. That, but I didn't do that. Right. Okay. I just couldn't remember what the, the feat you got did. So, But anyway, you uh, you really fucked this guy's day up. Um, cool. You don't chop his head off. That's fine. Because uh, they are, they're, I mean, they're armored in, like, uh, they're, they're armored in blessed, blessed plates. Breastplate and uh, male, so they've got a high AC. Um, on your turn, when you score a critical hit, which I did, yeah, with a melee weapon or a re- or reduce a creature to a zero hit point, uh, you can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. Sweet. Okay, so you can attack again. <laughs> I also have another attack, <laughs> so I can attack two more times. All right. So before I get too far ahead of myself, let's see if this guy dies. So. Uh, roll another attack for me, please. So, so I should be keep drinking. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm just so excited by how much damage you're doing. I know. <laughs> like, absolving myself of all responsibility. <laughs> this makes up for the bullshit rolls I had in the yeah, last, last game. Episode. You really sucked the big ding dong. For um, real, not in the fun way. <laughs> okay. Uh, 13 damage the first time. Uh, roll another attack. Like for you me. guys don't like having ding dong sucked on. I love sucking ding dong. <laughs> All right, it's the best. Again. Better than the rest. Twelve plus five. Seventeen. That's a hit. So a single damage dice. Of course it's a hit. Of course it's a hit. Ten plus three. Another thirteen damage. So are you gonna make another attack? Yeah. Okay. Are they dead? Uh, no. Then I'm gonna make another attack. Okay. Kill until dead. 13 plus 5. 18, so it's a hit. 2 plus 3 is 5. So he's on death's door. Cool. Just one? Yeah. All right, that's fine. So what is... What what are these... Yeah, what what does this look like as they're like kind of sauntering, like walking towards this house? So the last thing you did was put your axe on the ground to make that woman comfortable. Oh shit! Well, it's fine. So then you pick it up well, and then you, you swing and you attack her <laughs> yeah. enemies, though. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope she's watching. Um, so yeah, I want to right in like uh, the soft spot of their sides, like right, like chopping down a tree. Yeah, but you're just chopping down a dude. George Washington <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. He he cries out in pain and crumples to the ground as he takes three pretty severe axe blows to the love handles. I want axe blow, axe blow. I want my the blows to be so intense that I knock one of them into the other one. Okay. Can I do that? Uh, I'll just have the other guy make a dexterity save. It's pretty easy, and he passed. So yeah, it is. It's so hard. This guy falls down, but his friend. Uh, draws his sword and kind of uh, moves over out of the way. And it says, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to end roll initiative. <laughs> 10. The guy that you hit is not really excited about fighting right now. <laughs> He's kind of sad. Um, but his friend is going to go first. He's going to two-handed his long sword, and he's going to come right at the, the your meaty bits. Um, that, does, that doesn't hit. Well, I don't know what you got to add to it, but I'm just saying. You are feisty today, but <laughs> wow. you're right. It doesn't hit. I guess. <laughs> I'm just really proud of myself that I know I can like do this without having to like. Wait, what dice do I? Yeah, roll you got now? this. All right, Princess White Claw, your turn. <laughs> so there's a one guy that's. On death's door, mm-hmm. almost dead. And then yeah. there's the one guy that's been untouched that just touched you. I'm going to touch him now. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, well, I rolled a one, but I have a plus five. That's a crit fail. Yeah, crit fail. Yeah. So uh, you go to attack this guy, and the guy on the ground 
takes his leg and kicks you in the back of the knee as hard as he can with a like even with not without the plate it would still hurt yeah. but he's armored and catches like the back of your knee so you just nice. crumple to the ground and go prone um talk a big game uh this guy is going to use his movement action so uh it's his turn he's going to stand up and then he's going to take an attack at you with, as you're prone which is at advantage mm-hmm. Uh, the first roll is a six. The second roll is a uh, But his friend gets to go. Fuck you, Tim. And rolls a 17. Doesn't hit. Oh, the meets a beats. Yep, meets a beats. Uh, so he's going to... He hits you with the long sword, and then he does six damage. Okay. Your AC was higher than that. Nope. Soon. Uh, your turn, Ornborn. Okay. Uh, again, I'm going to swing at Are you the... going for the guy that's... Uh, well, which guy? The hurt guy or the not hurt guy? Um, The hurt guy pissed me off, so let's just end it. Yeah, fucking fucking end it. 17 that's plus 5. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, right in his ding-dongs. <laughs> 11 oh plus 3. Oh, my God. You straight up you, destroy you murder, him. Hobo. Okay, what does this look like? Again, just a big old uh baseball swing cherry tree george washington-esque bullshit right to his fucking side and just <laughs> i want his in, i want him to have like a like, like he's just good form like heal up you spin your toe yeah, you know yeah, follow yeah. Through. i want like he's like kneeling on the ground i want like his head the side of his head to just be on like on the ground from the impact of yeah, this side blow. He's he is what they call wrecked. Cool. I get another attack. Wrecked no effects. Five plus five is That's a, miss. a miss. So he sees his friend and he yells, "Steve!" <laughs> and then it's takes Steve-ery. his and then oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> Steve-ery. <laughs> that huge thing is my fucking snort. That's so gross. That huge thing is my it, snort. It's cool. Is like it looks like a snort on the waveform. <laughs> Uh, I don't know he why. he, right. he takes his long Stevery. sword. Stevery takes his long sword and is going to try to stab you in the gut with it. He rolls an eighteen, which is a hit, and he does Ooh. eleven damage to you. Cool. Wow. Your turn, Ornborn. All right, I'm just swinging. Yeah. For uh, I'll be swinging. And I'm walking. Mm-hmm, when I'm talking. That's a seven, but I have another attack. Make it happen. Believe in yourself. Believe. 13 plus 5. Hit. Cool. 2 plus 3 is 5. He sees that the fight is not going his way, and he's like turning around looking for help, not seeing any help coming. You see him then, uh, like he's still got his guard up, he's still parrying your blows, but he turns his body more, and he begins calling, Help! Help, there's someone over here! Traitor! Your turn, Ornella. What do you do? Um, right in his mouth. I want to pull, <laughs> mouth. I want to pull my axe shot right in mouth. his mouth. Called shot to mouth. I mean, Plus yeah. five. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a mouth hit. Mouth hit. Plus three. Thirteen. 13. Damn. All right. Um, he's bloodied. Cool. I get another hit. Yep. <laughs> you were just fucking. Good. Oh no! That's a critical fail. So. Um, ah, I get so cocky and I get reprimanded every time. It's it's slippery out there, you know. Uh, yeah, it's raining. Yeah, so can't, you can't be great. you getting your first hit, uh, that first attack was so good so that your momentum just carried you, and you tried using that momentum to have a really gnarly gnarly overhand swing. I can't talk. That's all right. And uh, he's definitely ducks and dodges out of the way so he's going to get a free attack in addition to his other attack cool. so his free attack is a 15 plus yep. 4 is a 19 so that hits and on that attack he does uh, 3 damage cool Ooh. second attack which is his main attack rolls an 18 which is a hit and then his damage is a 7 Wow. now it's your turn Ornborn that's um, 6 plus 5 11. Yeah. It's not a hit. Cool. But I get to go again. Yes. Fuck. It's the same thing. Yep. So his at the top of his turn, he's going to try to grapple you. 
All right. Um, make a strength saving throw for me. Oh shit! So he he parries one of your axe swings, and then uh, with you left relatively exposed, he charges at you and full on bear hugs you and puts you in a in a grapple. And then he starts screaming, she's over here! She's over! Hold on. Uh, You see an arrow come out of one of the houses, and it hits him right in the head. Cool. And and so he's he's got his arms, like, wrapped up under yours, and Uh he's really close to you, and you just feel his body go limp and kind of fall on you. Cool. So now you're weekend at Bernie's in Stevery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fucking. Put the sunglasses uh, on. <laughs> I'm to get him off me. I push him off me. Yeah, he just falls to the ground. Dead. Okay, cool. He's dead. Yeah, he's, you see a big, uh, big old arrow right in his head. Cool. Um, I look to see where that arrow came from. You see the woman standing at the doorway, and she's like shaking, holding the bow in her hands. The woman from before. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We're friends now. Um, do these dudes? Do either of them have a shield? Uh no, they were cool. they're they've just got long swords. Uh that's fine. I'm gonna I wanna run to the woman's house. She uh motions you f- to come in and to come in. Yeah. Uh she she looks at you and sees like a couple of the cuts and um parts of your armor that had been uh, a little fucked up, and she uh takes part of her cloth and begins like wiping at the blood on your arm. Cool. Uh she's she looks to the girl and looks to you and um, she takes her hands and she takes your one hand and puts both of her hands on either side of your hand and then kisses your hand. Um, uh, she's roll. Uh, she says something to you. Oh, look out, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> she says something to you. Roll insight for me because she rolled pretty well. So yeah. if you roll even decent. Plus two, I think. Yeah, plus one. So 11. you rolled an eleven. She rolled a nineteen. Um, so she kind of she she takes her arms and she's gesturing out to the plaza, and she uh, she points the direction that you came, mm-hmm. and then points to you, and then uh, counts on her hand, and then shrugs her shoulders. This might be trying to communicate too much to you, but yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, cool. What do you make of that, Arnella? I th- I think she's just trying to say that there was a lot of people like me in this. Like, there's a lot of us, and that, or there's a lot more people. Maybe you can try and clarify with her. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So thank you. You bet. Uh, so I want to point to me mm-hmm. and then hold up the numbers. Like me, there's a lot of them. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna roll. Yep, roll again, please. Is that the same? Yeah. So she she shakes her she she shakes her head up and down, implying yes, mm-hmm. and then points the other direction. Like yeah. from where those two dudes were walking, points yeah. that way. Okay. She then points to herself and then to her daughter mm-hmm. and points from the direction that you came. Yeah. That's where they need to go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Also, I'm gonna point to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like gesture that I like want them to come with me, the direction that I came from. So like back towards the circle. So she again points to you <laughs> and points that direction. Yeah. And she's like counting. Okay. And then shrugs her shoulders, as if to say, "How many are that way?" Oh, all of them. Like a bunch of them. So I, I just I like put like a bunch of. All of them. That's what I'm trying to say. She uh, uh, wipes a little bit of sweat from her brow and breathes a sigh of relief and then points to the girl, says something, and the little girl goes over and grabs a, uh, a basket and uh, brings it. She uh, walks. So the woman with the girl in tow <laughs> walk past you and walk out of the house, go into the plaza and whistle, and then just start bolting towards the... Uh, uh, the circle, uh, the circle, like where they're supposed to go. 
or yeah. like Dora where where like where the rest where the, there was like a seventy five like a hundred people in there, right? Yeah, Doramas yeah, yeah, yeah. Tikar. Yeah, that's yes. where we're going. Cool. So I'm gonna like follow behind them. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that they are. And you see, like these houses that looked abandoned, doors just fly open and people Whoa. just start running out yeah. and heading that direction. So, uh, uh, Harbeck sees this from the sky. Just all of a sudden, the city opens up and is like flooding with people. Like, mm-hmm. what, what? What happened? Yeah. yeah. So okay, this whole cool. district to the west, like, is just emptying people and they're starting to go that way. And I'm running like with them, <laughs> yeah. and I keep looking up at Harbeck. There's about you count. I mean, you can't say for certain, but there's about yeah. 50 people that cool. in this general vicinity that are rushing that way. Okay, cool. And this is where we'll take our first break. Yeah. First break, first break, first break. We'll be right cool. back. Don't first go break. anywhere. Break. 